0: Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Season 4, Episode 11. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Angel Shackleford. Angel Shackleford is a mother of five wonderful children and a serial entrepreneur. She is the proud owner and operator of four fabulous businesses and co-owner of one. Angel's main goal is to accomplish and administer knowledge to her children in all areas of every field she works. Angel is a home cleaner, patient care provider, mobile hair braider, Wellness consultant, and photographer. Angel is driven by the joy that comes from all the avenues that she chooses to travel. Angel enjoys the freedom of her lifestyle, and she wouldn't have it any other way. Having a large family and being a single mom can be difficult at times. Angel uses balance and freedom as her aid along her journey. Angel lives regret free and teaches her children how to be great based off of the lessons she has learned and used to become a better person herself. Angel's advice to become a successful mother and or business owner is to pray, perfect your craft, be patient, and be kind.
1: Without further ado,
0: Leadership Empowerment with Angel Shackelford. So Angel, welcome to She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you. You're welcome. I read your bio and I want to say kudos to you for embarking on many different business ventures, yet choosing not to give up until you figured out what's right for you. That's awesome. Thanks. You're welcome. So are you ready to talk about leadership? I am. I am. Okay. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Angel? I do. And why do you feel this way?
1: Well, I think we are born leaders. A lot of times people just find it hard to identify where they may lead. For me, it started with just being a baby sister. I knew that I had a role to play. My mom helped me to understand that role. And I did own that role as a leader, being a baby sister.
0: (laughs) Mm, Okay, okay, I like that. All right. But in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Angel, can you share
1: what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? My code of leadership for me has been the focus of my kids with all the businesses that i do that i serve i serve the community i include them in everything that i do my hopes is that they soon find where they would want to lead but i know that you know the encouragement and them seeing me as a role in their life of looking up to me and depending on me one that so far so good because Luckily, I've been able to include my kids in everything that I do. So it's helping me to grow my business. And also, hopefully, my kids will do the same and grow their own business.
0: OK, thank you. So I heard your so you use your kids as inspiration. And it sounds like to me that your code of leadership is to lead by example so that you give your kids uh,
1: something to aspire to or want to go after once they get older. Yes, they're actually doing it right now. My daughter just launched her lovely bands and more, my 11-year-old. So she is hitting the ground running. She's doing very well. She's set up twice and she sold out once.
0: Nice. I love that. I love that. I want to get my son into something. I think that's really awesome. And I do agree that our children can be entrepreneurs if they're steered in the right direction. So good for you. Thank you. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider it failure. I like to consider them lessons, take a more optimistic view. But Angel, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you?
1: Well, I'm the same with you. I don't consider it a failure. It's more of a trial and error. Every roadblock that I've faced or hurdle I've had to jump, it's only helped me to not do it again and to implement something to avoid you know, what people may call failure. So, with everything that I do, I make sure I just dot my I's and cross all my T's. My kids, again, they're a big part of my businesses. They write contracts, they reach out to my clients. It's more of a team effort. So, the more that I teach them, and with kids, you have to be repetitious. So, I'm now reminding myself of some things that I may miss or, you know, I may forget. So, in teaching them, it's now teaching me to be better at what I do to avoid failures.
0: Okay. Thanks for that. I love that because they do say to learn something more, you need to actually teach it. So that's actually one way to teach it. So I love how you said that as you're teaching your kids, it's also helping you to learn. That's a great, great point. Thanks for that. Okay. So, Andrew, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader?
1: Um, Off the top of my head, I can't really think of a time that I failed as a leader. We all fall short. I know I've made plenty of mistakes along the way. But I think personally, on a personal note, that I was blessed with five children for a reason. I've had my time where I've just done things I know I shouldn't have done. I've made, you know, mistakes that I know. I shouldn't have made, but I did it just out of being impulsive. But my children have honestly given me the balance I need. It's made me more focused in my careers that I've chosen. Everything that I do, I love. And I think that's why it's so easy to include my children in on what I do. There are some times where they have to step back because they have a role to play. They have to go to school. But every opportunity, like this spring break, we're working together as a team. Everyone has their role to play, and everyone is playing their role. So I'm really thankful for my kids. I could not have asked for any more, which I don't want. (laughs) But I am thankful for the five that I have because I have balance in my life because of them. So we're all in this thing together.
0: Okay, thanks for that. Okay, so I guess I can kind of pull from that because what I hear maybe is in someone else's eyes, maybe five children could be a failure, but for you it's created balance and giving you what you needed to push forward and be the person that you are today. Yes, it has. Okay, thanks for that. And I can agree with you. Like I have my daughter at 17. And to some people, that's like, oh, my goodness. But for me, had I not had her, I didn't have any direction in my life, even though I was super smart, graduated top of my class. like I really didn't have any longing or anything that meant much to me. So my kids, well my daughter at that time, and then my son recently, they both were able to give me what I needed to just keep going forward and pushing forward. So I can definitely relate to what you mean.
1: Yes, thank you. That that is so important. I'm glad that, you know, you feel that way because I feel with every pitfall failure, if anyone puts it that way, it helps me to do better and to be better. So I never stay down too far. I can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I'm a single mom, my kids depend on me, but at the same time I want them to gain their own independence. You know, yes. if that makes sense. So it's a complete balance. And I think that balance is why we mesh so well. I don't mind telling them what to do over and over again, because like I say, if you repetitiously do it over and over, you're going to perfect it. And that's my hope that they get it, they use it and they, you know, it turns into a craft because once you perfected your craft, you know, you can only go up, but if you Mm -hmm. find yourself rolling down because you, you're not, you know, putting your full potential in it, then you're not going to really get anything out of it. So. Okay,
0: thanks for that. Okay, so Angel, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why?
1: I wouldn't say it's harder. Everyone has a role and everyone has a position. If I'm put in a certain category in man's eyes, man or woman's eyes, that's their opinion. But I know my position and I play my position to the best that I know how. I don't purposely step on anyone's toes. I'm very bold. I'll go out and get just about anything that I need because I have five children. I have a duty. I have a role. And I don't want to be a burden on anyone. So I know how to play my role. I know how to get what I need. And I've taken more no's than yeses. So I'm perfectly fine with whatever category I'm put in. I'm just comfortable with where I am.
0: Okay, thanks for that. And I I like that perspective. Like you don't focus on whether it's easier or harder or what have you. It kind of is what it is. You know what you need to do and you just go out and do it, is what I heard. hmm
1: Okay,
0: thanks for that. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Angel, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Um, <laughs>
1: productivity? <laughs> well, I, I would say that I produce what I put in. So I feel like I'm going to get the most out of what I put in. So I'm part of 300 groups on Facebook. I braid hair. I'm a mobile hair braider. I have three girls. So my girls are sometimes tied to my chair for four hours at a time doing their hair. So out of those four hours, my eight-year-old, she may post into 50 of my groups. So it may take longer with my eight-year-old because I have to make sure she's spelling correctly, make sure she's putting in a professional photo so it takes time. Whereas my 11-year-old, I can leave her alone and I can say, hey, I need you to obligate yourself post a 100 groups and she gets it done. So I think the more, you know, again, it's a team effort for me. So I have hands on deck that can help me to, Lighten my load. I feel like the more you put in, you know, the more you're going to get out. And I've helped several women, especially, but also men with their businesses that's trying to grow it online because 100% of my clients come from Facebook and word of mouth, of course. But um, when you're growing your business, you do have to obligate yourself to put in. I don't care if you're not on social media, if you have business cards, you need to go up, introduce yourself, you know, get your name out there. So the more you're putting in, I've feel like the more you're gonna get back
0: okay thanks for that and I heard a few things where what I heard you talk about was delegation right so you may not be able to post to all of the many groups that you're a part of but you're able to have your kids do so or say if a person didn't have a kid they may have to hire someone to handle their social media accounts but just figure out a way to get what you need to get done is,
1: is all right I- It goes back to what you said, you know, getting more for less. So even if you didn't want to hire someone, you have a cousin, you have someone small that knows how to utilize social media. I teach people to utilize all your resources within before you find an outside source. So if I had to pay someone, I would want to pay one of my children. So for every client I get, I give my children $5. And to date, my daughter, Lovely, I paid her $45 over the summer. Because she knocked on doors with her siblings, she told her teachers, and she got me those clients. So I was obligated because now, lovely produce for me, I need to produce her reward. And that was her $45. So I paid her gladly.
0: Okay, nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah, sometimes I struggle with my college student, though I paid her in advance and I'm still waiting for the work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But it's learning the balance, learning the balance, picking the right people for the right jobs. But um, yes, and maybe paying after you get the work done. So exactly. (laughs) I wasn't smart with that one, but uh, but yes, I do agree that why not speak within within our circle, within our households, within our family groups before going without. If the people in those groups have the capacity, which as we can see, my daughter, you know, doesn't necessarily have the capacity because she's a college student. So it's kind of learning what works and what doesn't work for everybody. So yes. Okay. So Angel, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned?
1: Again, it's just, it's my children. (laughs) They've helped me just tremendously. And I couldn't think of a better group of people to work with I've honestly prayed about, you know, bringing in outside help because my kids do go to school. My son, my 21 year old has a full time job and my daughter, she works and she is also a student, but just utilizing them when I can. And sometimes, you know, going outside of my normal scheduling of getting a client in the evening time and taking them with me. I just love the group that I'm with because at the end of the day, I don't want my kids to be a burden on anyone. So I teach them everything I know. I teach them that your two hands can help you to make money, to take care of yourself in the best way you know how. And I know that the reward is going to be great for me because as a mom, I'm doing exactly what I should be doing, aiding my kids in a positive direction to be independent.
0: Okay, thanks for that. I love that. Yes, and our kids like a blessing as well as our inspiration, right? So I do love that you decided to but you're all into your responsibility, right? Because as parents, we, we have a choice whether or not we want to pour into our kids or kind of be lost in our own world, lost in our own work and not include the kids or not find time for the kids. But I love how you were able to find that balance to push and be what you want to be, as well as showing your kids what they can do and including them in on your
1: journey so that they don't feel left out or left behind, so to say. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what I, I love doing with them.
0: Yes, you're welcome. Okay, so Angel, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your
1: life? The best advice came from my mother to do what you need to do, Do it right the first time. A lazy person, woman, man does it twice. So do it right the first time. And if you do have children, because my mom preached to me religiously, I'm the only child of her five girls that had five kids like her. If you are going to have a large family, you know, be prepared to obligate yourself to your children, because for one, they didn't ask to be here. And you could have chose something differently, but I chose to have five kids. So I feel like my duty to my children is the most important thing to me right now. And I don't let anything else interfere or discourage me from that. So being a single mom is by choice. And I think that choice is gonna be a a huge reward for me because I'm putting my all into them. And I don't want my kids to leave before they're comfortable with leaving. So my hopes is that when they do leave, that they don't come back. I want to go move in with them. So I want my leadership roles to instill into them so that they know what it's like. They can live their life the best way they can. And in return, if they don't have any kids, be a leader and show others how to become a leader as well.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And I love that advice as far as do it right the first time, right? Do it right the first time. And like you said, yes, this this, this was not the children's choice. So don't make them suffer for our decisions. So that is so, Ooh. right? I totally agree with you. Okay, so Angel, you made it to the finish line. How do you feel?
1: I feel great. I just want to thank you personally because a lot of people don't get the recognition they need, Nicole, and I don't need recognition personally because i pray i got faith i believe but to be a part of what you're doing it means a whole lot to me i've told a lot of people about what you're doing and i want you to continue to keep up the good work and inspire others to get out of their shell talk about what they're doing and in terms you're coaching me for free because you're making me talk about things i may not talk about on a regular basis you're making me become more comfortable with things that I should already be comfortable with. And you're putting in the spotlight and giving a person recognition that they probably don't ever get. So I congratulate you. I applaud you. And I just want you to continue with your successful work because it means a lot. Thank you. That was
0: so unexpected. I'm like, T, oh my goodness, a tear. No, thank you. So- thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I don't know if anyone ever put it like that before. That really... Made my day. I appreciate that. And you are very, very welcome. Yes. Okay. So Angel, I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about?
1: Yes. Yeah, so my name is Angel Shackelford LeCount. I am on Facebook. My phone number is 813-850-1521. The things that I'm going to list are what I'm passionate about. My children are included in it. So you'll see me plus five smiling faces with Angel's Cleaning Service, The Art of Pixeling, Angel's House of Braids, and Angel's Companionship Service. And recently I've started a detox tea. We're Organic. Everything that we take in, everything that we put into our body should be organic. So I am making all-natural detox tea along with detox juices. Teas are on Monday and juices on Thursday. May we all learn from one another, love each other, and collaborate with each other to be greater.
0: Okay, awesome. Thank you, Angel. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you. You're welcome. enjoyed this interview with Angel, and I hope you did as well. I agree with Angel's viewpoint on working hard to get where we want to be. As Angel stated, the more you put in, the more you get out. This statement is so true and applies over various areas of life, from business to relationships to exercise, just to name a few. Working hard has both physical and mental benefits for those that choose to go the extra mile. Some of the mental benefits include mental toughness, self-discipline, and hyper-focus. Additionally, when we work hard, we also encourage others to do the same, leading to more goals being reached and more dreams being attained. A quote by Thomas Edison reads, there is no substitute for hard work. I admire Angel's ability to balance her personal and professional life by engaging her children in her business ventures. Many people in Angel's situation would count themselves out due to having five children and not being able to take the time necessary to reach their dreams. Angel has figured out a way to be both a great businesswoman and a great mom at the same time, which is inspiring. By doing this, Angel is instilling great leadership qualities in her children, as well as lightening her workload, which is a win-win. As Angel suggested, we should utilize our internal resources before seeking external help. I can relate to Angel's experience of making mistakes and doing things she should not, out of impulse, as I have and sometimes still experience the same. Controlling my impulses is a battle of mine that I face sometimes on a daily basis. Mastering self-control is how we master controlling our impulses, and with effort, it can be achieved. Learning to hold strong to our big goals will help us to stay grounded when faced with temptation. A quote by Thomas Jefferson reads, don't bite at the bait of pleasure until you know there is no hook beneath it. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Angel mentioned the importance of knowing and playing our position to get the best out of our experiences. I agree with this and definitely need to remind myself of this, especially when it comes to working in corporate. I can honestly say I'm not the happiest with my work life. However, I cannot let this deter me from playing my position accordingly. I will make it my business to respect all of my positions and figure out how to play them to the benefit of myself and those around me as I aim to be successful in all I do, and this is what is required to do so. A quote by Colin Powell reads, Don't let your ego get too close to your position so that if your position gets shot down, your ego doesn't go with it. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend a training or listen to podcasts, I am to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. If you decide to take me up on my challenge, I would love to know about your key takeaway. If you care to share, please go to the She Leads Podcast discussion group on Facebook and leave your comment under the Takeaway Thursday post for Season 4, Episode 11. Don't forget to subscribe to She Leads Podcast for first access to future episodes. And also like and share this episode of She Leads Podcast entitled Your Life Needs Balance with Angel Shackleford. Thanks. And until next time, be empowered and empower on.